Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So good to be back online again this Wednesday. I know that uh, online has its benefits. But of course, God created us for fellowship. And so we believe that you are able to receive some form of fellowship. We are open. We're trusting God no matter what. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who's worthy. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba Father. Suna Marabala Kanta. Remos Korodoboro Tebere Digel Mesepritikel Peterieste. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Namarekesto Prasile Parakana Mantakaya. We bless you. We praise you. Teparazinde Brizimo Kotokoro Sekarianda. You're worthy, Lord Jesus. Nemarakasta Prasiliteriante. Hallelujah. Mashikusto presile borokuna matakarasiante. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hamashikere mandere kusoro kutekere bel perestia. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. For the one who said, Cast all your care upon me, for I care for you. Rapasikara bel barakasante. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Seporo kutabaraka santaya. Thank you, Father. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Worship you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Hallelujah. Shanabal marakasa takarabila kasanta. Thank you for life and breath and all things. Rumosukuri basara makandarabikara santa. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For you alone are worthy, for you alone are worthy, for you alone are worthy, Christ the Lord, hallelujah. Majaramandari abalakasarada la branda la bacasite le bocoriondo. O la mandaria basande le coso crusto fese brede bel meriente. Hallelujah. Le procusu curi de le brende kelbere si pele jembres de kerepaladia. Amashanda cramasti caracando. Rubusu curi baracandari casso crudolo moshinde. Abrenusto mende bride bal mandara calma satara minteriente le macasambra, valabracasta brazibel teriende, 
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Marafarabal Madabranda, Elabariandele Kusorodo Kusoromondere Barakal Baragasanda, for he is Lord, he is Lord, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord, hallelujah. Oh, we choose to bless you. We choose to worship you. You are worthy. Oh, King of kings and Lord of lords. You are worthy, Masharabal Marabal Mari. Holy, 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 Labarando Rosende is the Lord God Almighty, was and is and is to come. Labarando Rocosoretel Meridende. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Shabarabakandere barusorokotoriende. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rekozondo robosendere balmarazetere babariande. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Rabo sopro de balmarahandere kosokorekele barakasandaya. You alone are worthy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Shahala bakalata bakalianda. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Thank you for another month. Lepokosoto brondo bokore tekelianda. Another day, Lepoko Shapa Palmaraka Sakalaya. We bless you, Lord. Shaparakasa Labraka Sakalite Keleporoko Sotokoria. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It shall be well with us. Mama Shaprata Kasta Baraka. Oh, hallelujah. We shall live long. It shall be well with us. Lepraka Sata Barka Barianta. We give you praise. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, let's turn in our Bibles today to Second Corinthians, the 13th chapter. And uh, let's observe there, over in the very 14th verse. It's just 
the closing of that Corinthian letter. 13 says, all the saints salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. The second epistle to the Corinthians, which was written from Philippi, a city of Macedonia by Titus and Lucas. Praise God. It's plainly written there that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is our portion. Thank God. Hallelujah. Full of grace, full of truth. And the love of God, the Father, notice there's a differentiation that he is God the Father there. And then the communion of the Holy Ghost, King James says, Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. This is like a prayer and a desire from the heart of God communicated to the church, the new covenant people, that we must enjoy the grace of the Lord Jesus, that the law came by Moses, but grace came by the Lord Jesus. Grace and truth came by the Lord Jesus. Verses like that, thoughts like that, and of course the love of the Father God who planned it all, who thought about it, which came from his heart, and then the person who is with us, the third person on the, of the Trinity today on the planet with the church in us who are believers, the Holy Spirit. Notice that his aspect is communion, fellowship, joining with him, thinking his thoughts, being close and participating with him. Praise God. We need to uh, participate with and enjoy closeness and communion with the Holy Spirit who is with us, who will never leave us nor forsake us. Praise God. Hallelujah. With those thoughts, uh, we would like to see how far we can go and uh, it's not disconnected from other things either. Let's hear uh, 2 Corinthians 13, 14 in Canada also. Kartanada Yesu Kristana Krupeu Devara Pritiu Pavitratmana Anyonyateu Nimmelara Sangada Virali. Amen. Mm, yes. So you can see for sure that, um, you know, sometimes people say they're praying to the Holy Spirit and, and so on. I'm praying to Jesus. But to be technical about it, you know, you commune with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said you pray to the Father. In the name of Jesus, where all the grace of God is resident in him and in that name. And through that grace, we receive answers to our prayers. But truly, we commune with the Holy Spirit. We talk with him. We dialogue with him. We speak to him and listen to hear from him. And so we develop a relationship with him. And uh, that is a very powerful thing that we need to begin to uh, draw from even more in these times. Hallelujah. You know, we must always have a question rising up in our heart on a daily basis. What am I here for? What am I doing here? What's the plan? What is the point for which God brought me here? And that is unveiled in that prayer also to the Ephesian church. Therefore, speaking to all of us in the church, in Ephesians 1, <clears throat> that from 16 onwards, and it continues to say the hope of our calling, that we might know the hope of the calling. Why did you call us? Why did you bring us out of darkness? Why did you 
send us to this particular time? Why are we on the planet right now? What do you want from me? What is the plan from heaven for my life? Hallelujah. Praise God. That's a powerful question. And we must constantly be desiring the answer to it. And one great answer from the scripture is found in Acts 10.38. Let's go there and read. Very familiar scripture. Hallelujah. It's Bible study, so we spend time looking at the scripture. You can quote things freely, but notice we want to spend time uh, studying the word which has not changed, which is full of the power of God. Hallelujah. Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Hallelujah. Notice that the same Holy Spirit with which you have been anointed is the same Holy Spirit with which Jesus was anointed. Hallelujah. And with the power of the Holy Spirit, notice, he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. So you could say your whole plan in God is to go about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil because the Holy Spirit, God, is with you. Hallelujah. So our business on the planet is to just go about doing good and healing, praying for the sick, laying hands on them, seeing them healed, seeing them coming out of demonic oppression. Hallelujah. That's our job in the Lord. That is what you're here for. Praise God. So that's a powerful answer to the question, what am I here for? What am I doing here? We're here to be just as he is. Hallelujah. Anointed by the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And going about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil. Thank you, Jesus. There's a devil out there who's wicked, oppressing people trying to put them under his yokes that are destructive, that will cause nothing but stealing, killing, and destroying. Hallelujah. But you are here anointed with the power of God, with the ability of God himself, the Almighty, hallelujah, to do the works of Jesus, teaching, preaching, healing, doing good, being someone that carries God, And brings him to the people. Hallelujah. To be able to release captives. To set the captives free. Hallelujah. And that is your God given purpose. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that is what you are here for. So the big question. Lord what is your will for me? That is the will of God for you. Hallelujah. Get that. You are supposed to do these same things. Because you are a believer. Hallelujah. So there is a communion, there is a uh, participation in the work of the Holy Ghost on the earth, which he did in Christ and through Christ, and is going to be doing in you and through you. Hallelujah. And we need to get to converse with him, commune with him, share with him, dialogue with him as that person who is going to direct you into all of these things. Hallelujah. Praise God. So if you're wondering what are you here for, you're here to do good. You're here to help 
deliver the oppressed, healing them, setting captives free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. It's all in the book, you can see. This is the written will of God. Hallelujah. The specifics are about where, when, etc. And that you will hear as you commune with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So it is in all of that that you find your specific exact location in the will of God. Hallelujah. First of all, let's hear Acts 10.38 in Canada also. Devaru Najaretina Yesuvanu Pavitratman in the Lu Baladindalu Abishekisida Nembadanu Hege Atanu Ledanu Madutta Saitana Ninda Badisal Padutiruvarilla and Nuguna Madutta Sanchari Sida Nembadanu Nivu Tilididiri Yakandare Devaru Atana Sangada Idanu. So it's it's going to require effort to commune with the Holy Spirit, to develop a relationship with Him. It's all about what you can do for others not what they can do for you or against you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. It's, <laughs> it's all about what you can do for others, not what they can do for you or against you. Hallelujah. Because he's the greater one and he's with you. Hallelujah. And that doesn't uh, you know, matter whatever anybody may do or may not do. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's all about what you can do. Hallelujah. Can you see that thought there? Duties rather than our rights. Hallelujah. Thank God for rights in Christ, but we also have duties in Christ. Sometimes we get very right conscious. This is my right. I have to have this and that. And that's all wonderful. But then there are duties. Amen. Hallelujah. The big Answer to all the questions of humanity. What am I here for? I'm finding my purpose. What is it all about? Why am I here? Why am I living and breathing? Why do I have this color? And why am I in this place? The answer is, God chose you to go about doing good and healing all that are oppressed of the devil because that same God, the mighty Holy Spirit, is with you. He has anointed you if you're a believer, if you're speaking in tongues, if you are communing with the Spirit of God, this should be the natural flow of events. Hallelujah. If you are listening to the same Spirit, if you are in communion with the same Spirit, this is the direction in which you should be going. Hallelujah. Doing these same things. Thank God for our rights. Thank God for you know, being able to claim what is ours. And all that is lovely and beautiful and awesome. Hallelujah. But there's always this deep, nagging question, what am I here for? And that has to be settled through these kind of scriptures, realizing that that same Spirit who wrote those scriptures, who anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who is the one to whom we are being conformed, is also with us and therefore is going to lead us in that same direction. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Something to think about. <clears throat> Glory to God. Um, you know, I wish we could translate everything into Canada, but we're at a place where this is the best we can do. Hallelujah. I believe one day we'll be able to <clears throat> be on the same page with every word and all of that. But, um, you know, I guess you get the gist of what we're saying. May the Spirit of God help us. Let's go to a similar scripture. 
uh, along those kind of lines back in the book of Psalms and see our privileged place. Thank you, Jesus. God is faithful, isn't he? Hallelujah. Notice there, wonderful scripture. You can read the whole of the 8th chapter of Psalms, but it says in verse 4, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Hallelujah. What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Verse 5 continues, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, to have dominion over all the works of his hands, etc. Everything is under his feet. Notice that God does not visit angels. He has decided to visit man. Hallelujah. Man in creation, the order of creation, the way in which he was created, is lower than angels. You can see that. But by the place and authority in Christ, he has been lifted up beyond angels. Hallelujah. And he is in the class of God where God actually visits him. Hallelujah. (laughs) And you can check it out. That word visit means visit. (laughs) Have you visited anybody lately? Why do you visit them? You may have all kinds of plans when you visit people. But you know, God has the purest plans when he visits us. It's always about our benefit. It's always about how he can bring us to a place where we find fulfillment in him. Hallelujah. So that the big questions that are deep within us are answered. For instance, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? Is the nagging question at the bottom of it all that search for significance, that search for uh, purpose, all of those things eventually uh, become so big and they snowball into a big thing that drags everything else. Until that purpose is actually settled and uh, beginning to work with it, uh, the other things are not going to satisfy. Hallelujah. So you may try to fill that purpose with this, that, and the other, but you will not receive that satisfaction. But oh, can you imagine the benefit of being about the will of God for your life and then having your rights and your desires come to pass. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Hallelujah. It just becomes like the topping on the ice cream. Hallelujah. It just becomes like the icing on the top of the cake. Hallelujah. And it just makes life such a brilliant place. Praise God. So we cannot substitute one for the other. Amen. It has to be given its priority. And therefore it was Paul's prayer in number one, that we would understand the hope of his calling. Glory to God. The hope to which he called us. Let's hear Psalm 8, 4 and 5 also in Canada, please. Manushyananu nenasuva hage avanu eshtaravanu, avananu darshisuva hage manushyana maganu eshtaravanu. Hallelujah. So that pleasure, that divine uh, partnership, that union, that communion with God on that level of saying, 
oh, this is what I'm here for, just uh, offsets so many other things. Hallelujah. You know, you could see a person who is doing the will of God, who is totally immersed in it, have a certain unearthly joy, which cannot be compared to even the biggest millionaires on the planet. Hallelujah. Praise God. So there is no way we can substitute for that. But just imagine, we have the ability to be in the will of God, centered in on His purpose, and then receive the benefits or the rights that we have in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So our basic thought should be, bottom line, at the core of it all, I'm here to be a blessing, to be able to help others to come out of every oppressive demonic realm and into the will of God, which is good. Hallelujah. To go about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So if God were to visit you, that's what he would visit you for. So that he could help you triumph over circumstances, triumph over situations and be in the will of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So if you got a knock on the door and you open the door and lo and behold it was Jesus... What do you think is going to happen? He's not going to tell you about, you're going to grow new hair, by the way. Well, praise God, that's not bad. But you'd expect something a little deeper than that. Hallelujah. (laughs) For those of us who are holding on to our hair, I know it's a very pressing matter. But still, (laughs) it doesn't come close to what you expect to hear from Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was ministering some place recently and, um, um, you know, somebody was there who had said, um, yes, I know you can heal me and etc., etc., but I want the person, the man of God, the preacher, to say it out of his mouth and say exactly what is my problem. And guess what happened? That day I just said it. Praise God. I called it out exactly and he was so thrilled. So there is something about God hearing you and God answering you that is very, very thrilling. Hallelujah. And uh, you need to have these kind of desires. And he's a God who answers and he's a God who gives the desires of the heart. Hallelujah. You know, just to hear some of these things is It's nice. It just helps you to know how intimately connected he is with us. Hallelujah. And how we have to be available to know that he is such a God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go with me to Psalm 32. This person had a uh, septum that was... That is this bridge of the nose that was uh, dislocated, that was giving him trouble. He had tried all kinds of allopathy and this and that for years, but it never really got better. Hallelujah. He was just excited to know that God heard him and spoke it out. Praise God. I believe it was the first thing that I called out that day. There's something about that. God knocking on your door, door open, and he says, by the way, your nose is fixed. I know about your nose. Hallelujah. He's the God who knows. Amen. And this is our business to to communicate that to others. To be available to God to help us to bring God to their lives. 
They must be released from captivity. They must be released from the oppression. Hallelujah. They must enjoy the benefits of God. Hallelujah. See, but it involves effort from us. A demand is made to be able to commune with the Spirit so that we can draw out of Him that which is going to be a benefit to others. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 32 Notice there, verse 8. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. Hmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's hear this in Canada. Psalm 32, verse 8. Amen. You know, uh, the more you think about it, as you get close to people, you can tell their mannerisms, you know, the way they talk, even the silent communications, how their body moves and, you know, after some time, how they, they're going to respond and what they're going to think, etc. Because you spend time with them, years and years, just hanging around with them, you get so close to them that they speak even without speaking. <laughs> you just know if he's there or she's there in that room, if you say this, this is going to be the answer. Hallelujah. If you said that, this is going to be the answer. You just know, hmm, if they were here, I don't think this would happen. Praise God. Are you getting that? That comes out of a deep communion and time spent with them. He said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you shall go. Guess who said that? The mighty Holy Spirit. God Almighty, our Father, the Lord Jesus, I will guide you with my eye. In other words, you can be looking at his face so intently that you can see his eye saying, go that way, that way. That's the way to go, that, that way, this way. Amen. You can see that from his face, from that uh, communion that you are enjoying with him, you can, you can tell from his face. Hallelujah. So sometimes I would like to say, Make sure that you bring a smile to his face. Hallelujah. Praise God. That means there has to be faith. There has to be trust. There has to be reliance uh, from knowing his word. Confidence that inspires him to be pleased. Hallelujah. That he's pleased about it. And without faith, you cannot please him. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's impossible to please him. Praise God. So there must be a lifestyle that we are developing. And if anybody asks you, why are you always doing faith, faith? I want to please him. Oh, but, but we are already pleasing him. We are already saved. We are already his. Yes, that's fine. I know I'm saved by his grace, not by anything I did, not by anything I may do, but I need to please him on a daily basis because that's what I was called to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. So as we spend time with him, communing with him face to face, praise God, intimately, uh, actually beholding him, looking onto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, as we look and consider him intently, as we study the scriptures and behold his face as in a glass, continue to look in there, guess what? You'll begin to pick up the subtle guidances that you need. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's willing and he wants to show us how to go, where to go. Praise God. I will guide you with my eye. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
I don't know if we read verse 8 in Canada yet. Maybe we can hear it. Praise the Lord Jesus. So because of our, our time spent communing with him, pouring over his word, getting his thinking, getting his thoughts, how he thinks, so that we can tell how he may, will be planning for us, how he may be guiding us through that depth of the mind of Christ, we are able to fill up options and say, I believe this is what his face is saying. I believe this is what his eyes are saying. I believe this is the direction in which to go. You can see that it's taking effort, just like you need to be a friend. You show yourself friendly. There is something you have to do to make friends. Hallelujah. You have to be willing to be in that place where you have a friend. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a price to pay to be in that place of friendship which people do not want to pay and expect just friendship's benefits. Hallelujah. To just be, you know, friendly is, is a great thought, but there's a price involved and you and I know that. Hallelujah. And that's why we just kind of stay away because, you know, if you get into all of that, stuff is going to happen and demands are going to be made. And all of this is so that you can be a friend. Hallelujah. Verse 9 continues, Be ye not as the horse, or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bit and bridle, lest they come near unto thee. Praise God. See, now he talks about certain stubborn animals, which uh, have to be trained and... um, are kind of like dense and thick, we can get to a place where we can be also dense and uh, not really hearing God. And we should not be like that. Amen? Praise God. So there is a price to pay. There is a cost. There is effort involved in this deep communion with God. And it is because you want to do the purpose of God. You don't want a hollow life. You don't want an empty shell When everything is cleared out, you get a guy who doesn't know a thing about why he's here, what he was supposed to do. It should never be like that. Hallelujah. So when you see that uh, murkataram or mandataram kind of thinking coming on you, where you are not able to tune in, where you don't really have a vibrant relationship with God, it's time for the bridle to come into your mouth. And the whip to correct you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. You know, we all need that. Every now and then, we get muddied by the world. We get drawn in by just emotions that are worked up by the flesh and the world. And we miss the point every now and then. So we need to be zeroed back in. Hallelujah. Jesus spent 30 years tuning in and then... Praise God, when the Holy Spirit came, he was led. And he went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. He would say things like, I need to go to that town. I must go to the other side. I need to send you all off. I need to go and pray. He would say things like that. I'm here to do my Father's will. I'm here to hear from him and do. To see what he wants and do. Notice all of those kind of thoughts. He developed that place by spending time 
ages and ages and ages in the word, studying the various thoughts of God and seeing himself one day fully accomplishing it, saying, I came for your will. I came for nothing else to do your will. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's our eldest brother, the one that we are trying to copy and emulate. Hallelujah. So be not as the horse or as the mule. We cannot be as the horse or the mule, which have no understanding. It means that you can be basic animal about everything. You can be just animal about everything. Hallelujah. Notice the mouth must be held with the bit. The mouth is where life and death are. The mouth is where your power and authority lie. Praise God. And that's the place that must be bridled and held under the control of the word and the spirit. Praise God. May God help us all in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 9 also in Kannada. Praise God. So there is something about friendship with God and friendship with the Holy Spirit, communion with the Holy Spirit <coughs> that involves a price. I want you to think about this. You cannot buy friendship. Hallelujah. You just cannot buy friendship. But because you're a friend, you can buy things for your friend. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, there are many, many things out there that can fit that kind of bill. Because you are the friend of God, because you are close to the Holy Spirit, you can do things that cost you. You do things that cost you. You're not trying to buy his friendship. No, praise God, you cannot buy his friendship. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> but because you're his friend, you can do things for him and you can be desiring to do things for him because he's your friend. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And any other kind of thinking may be a little bit animal. Maybe just like the horse. Maybe like the mule or the donkey. Hallelujah. We need to consider these things. And, uh, you know, if your child came up to you and said, Daddy, thank you for the cycle. That's awesome that he even thanked you for the cycle. Wow, thank you for the cycle, Daddy. But you would prefer it, actually, if he said, Thank you because you are my Daddy. That would hit you in a place that's a little bit different, if you understand. Amen? Like I said, it would be nice if we could hear it all in Canada, but hey, praise God, this is where we are right now. Amen, everybody's busy, and this is the best we can do. But anytime you begin to think away from these realities, we are becoming more and more animal. And we are just plodding on through life like everybody else. But if you are guarding a friendship that is very precious to you, that is so close and intimate with you and is your life source, your lifeline, is your everything, then you are thinking about how to do something good for that person. How to be uh, someone that they can say, that guy makes me smile, that guy makes me happy. Hallelujah. That guy pleases me. Glory to God. Some thoughts there. 
Amen. Praise God. Let's go on. The whole of the 32nd Psalm is wonderful. It's really awesome about how he, verse 5, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, my iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Selah. This is a person who has become acquainted with the fact that we need to confess. You know, there's, there's something about judging yourself because you're approaching a holy God. We need to be able to judge ourselves constantly so that we are not judged. Amen? So sometimes you end up beating yourself quite a bit, but you need to begin to check and see whether it's in line with Scripture. But notice, this is a man who was familiar with it. He said as long as he kept quiet, his bones and all of that, there was so much roaring with him, his moisture turned to drought, Uh, the freshness in his life was not there. But then when he acknowledged his sin, praise God, you know, he began to enjoy the benefits of forgiveness. And those are the things that now come down to the place of I will guide you with my eye and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear verse 5 also in Canada. Nana Pakavanu Ninage Tivisidenu, Nana Paradavanu Muchelilla, Nana Drohagaranu Kuritu Kartanige Arike Maduvenendu Hedidenu, Aga Ninu Nana Pakada Kramavanu Parihari Sidi, Sela. Sela. Amen. So we have to ponder about it, we have to do the Sela and think about it. What, what am I doing here? Am I really on target here? Am I just living like the horse and the mule? Am I just the animal? What is the real plan? In God, for me, there must be something higher. There must be something more noble. There must be something. And then you acknowledge that you've been off target and just spending your time here and there. Nothing wrong with rests and refreshing. Paul did have breaks and he took rest and all of that. And uh, he lived to be a good old age, Paul the aged. But we're saying that the core of the matter should be like that, that we may know what is the hope to which we were called. Why are we here? What is the plan? What is the confident expectation that you are actually looking forward to? What is the target? What is the hope? Of course, the blessed hope is that we're going to meet Jesus face to face. And anyone that has that hope in himself purifies himself. You know, he's constantly saying, Lord, I I need some adjustment here. Forgive me. Show me, Lord, uh, where I should make that adjustment. You know, this comes from a communion. This, as you approach a holy God like that, there's always going to be checks. There's always going to be self-checks, which is the better way. See, one of the tests is the self-test. Rather than just being, you know, through the fire and through all kinds of storms. No, it's better to just self-test, to check yourself, to judge yourself. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. Let's go to uh, another scripture like that, 1 Corinthians. So communion times are wonderful times. Notice we call it communion. It is during that communion time that you begin to notice, okay, I think I've been off target here. Uh, Lord, I'm coming back to you. Uh, I, I judge myself. And then you take the cup. Then you take the bread. Then you get back into that place of closeness that you have longed for. Hallelujah. 
So Paul speaking there in 1 Corinthians 11 talked about the things that he received by revelation even though he was not there among the original uh, apostles by revelation he saw that Passover meal how when the Lord gave thanks he took and he said you know there he, the same night he was betrayed now you know you're leaving you know you're hurt you know you're in pain People are betraying you, the very ones that you serve, the very ones that you came to give purpose in life. They are, hurt, uh, they are hurting you. They are, they are even selling you out. And that same night, you know all about it, and then you are saying, I give thanks. Hallelujah. Verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. Many factors there. Many, many, many factors in there. Giving thanks. Taking from him his own life, his own body, which is offered for us. Notice, in remembrance of him. Remembrance, memory. Hallelujah. So many factors there. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. You could say that this was a visit that he made with them. He said, I need to eat this meal with you. Go find that place. Go prepare that room. I'm going to meet with you over this meal. Hallelujah. And so he was going to introduce very powerful things into their lives that there is a new covenant, there's a new way where you and God are going to be father and son, where you are going to be intimately connected with the very life and nature of God. It's going to be flowing in you. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's the very core of that, that you and God have become in the same class. You share the same life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then... He said, it is my life, it is my blood, it is a sacrifice I'm giving to you. Hallelujah. And I want you to remember. I want you to remember. Hallelujah. So there is a sacrifice involved, and we remember that he did it, and we are following in his ways. Hallelujah. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Guess what? He's coming. And this is something that we're going to have to be engaged in till we see him face to face. These thoughts have to fill us. These memories have to fill us as we eat and drink of his life, his benefits. Praise God. We remember his benefits. We do not forget his benefits. A friend with benefits. Hallelujah. Are you a friend with benefits? Hallelujah. A friend with benefits who has something to give, who has something to bless, who has something to release the captivity of people's lives. That's the friend we're talking about. Hallelujah. Show the Lord's death, death till he come. 27. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. 
So there is a manner in which it is taken, and that is the manner he's beginning to explain. It's a very uh, sober thing. It's a very uh, deep thing. It has to do with our purpose and the whole sacrifice element. Praise God. There's a price involved. Hallelujah. But let a man examine himself. Notice that it's possible for us to self-check as we approach this holy God. Hallelujah. So sometimes you may get the feeling, why am I the only one that's getting this impression? Why am I the only one getting this personal thrashing? Why is it that I keep feeling this? Do others feel this? Well, praise God, you don't have to worry about others. (laughs) It's not about comparing with anybody else, but comparing with the Word. Hallelujah. Amen. So there are places in God that are created for you which you have to walk in because you've turned away from the fleshly and the animal. Amen. And so maybe you are realizing more than anybody else maybe, but you are realizing more how much weight there is to be able to turn away from this animal life and focus on the life to which you were called. Hallelujah. Let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Amen. We're not saying that we should not have fun. We're created to be on the earth, in these earth suits. God could have just put a hole in in your head and just you throw food there like a little shoot. But he wanted you to have taste buds so that you could taste it. He said, I came to give you life, life to the full till it overflows. Live, praise God. Hallelujah. But don't just be on that realm only. Notice the deeper questions that are going to rise up from within will affect everything else and cause misery. Amen. So communing with the Spirit, communing with the Word, communing with the things of God, communing with God is going to help you examine yourself. As you approach this Holy One, as you begin to see Him the way He is, you will examine yourself. Just like this written in Isaiah 6, how when He broke into the presence of God, He realized how He was unclean in His lips particularly. Amen. So as you begin to see Him as you ought to see Him, you realize the, the, the errors and the areas of mistake in your own life and speech the way you talk flippantly, and so on and so forth. Hallelujah. (laughs) Let every man examine himself. Amen. But notice, and then let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Hallelujah. The cup of blessing. The life. Then take the life. Enjoy the life. Because you have settled deeper things. Hallelujah. Amen. See, it's just the icing on the cake. The main cake itself, the main thing itself has been settled. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation or condemnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. There's a whole body out there. It's not just you. Hallelujah. There's a whole body out there. And you're part of that body. And you have a place in that body. And guess what? We said uh, some days ago that we are here to fulfill the purpose for which we were created in that body. 
to build up the body of Christ, praise God, to make sure that we can share this gospel with others, praise God, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, the fivefold ministry was to help the body of Christ do the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. So we begin to see clearly more and more, wow, I need to be able to help another person, another body, somebody, hallelujah, in the body of Christ also, and be a blessing and do good to them, hallelujah, amen, and be able to release them from any yokes of the enemy, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And when we do it properly, it produces healing and blessing. Verse 30 says, For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. Hallelujah. For if we would judge ourselves, we will not be judged and condemned. Amen. So uh, self-judging, self-correction is constantly recommended because you are communing or you desire to commune with a very holy, perfect person. And the more you walk in his light, the more you see that things that don't agree with the light have to be jettisoned or dropped off. Hallelujah. He's a friend like that. You have, you have to be, enjoy the class of his fellowship. It's a high place. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. How many of you know that it's a high place? Glory to God. You are his friend? Wow. Really? God's friend? That's cool. It's like, you know brother so-and-so? Wow. You're his friend. You have his phone number. You are on his group. Wow. You visit him. You pop by his house just like that. Wow. You. That's interesting. People want to know you because you know so-and-so. Have you realized that? We are the people called to influence this world with the good works of Jesus, just like him, and to heal and deliver the oppressed. Praise God. And people will know that you are close to him. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe we can read a verse or two. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 23 all the way to 26 in Canada. Thank you. Nanu Nimage Upisikota Upadeshavanu Kartan in the Hondidino, Aden and the Re, Kartanada Yesu Tanu Hididukodal Pata Ratrieli Rotienu Tegedukondu. Strothramadi Adanu Muridu, Tegedukoliri, Tiniri, Idu Nimagoskara Muriel Pata Nana Deha, Nananu Nenasikoluva the Koskara Idanu Madiri and the No. Ade Ritiagi Utavada Mele Athanu Patri and Nutegidu Kundu, E Patriu Nana Rakta the Liruva Hosodambadike Yagide, Nivu Idarali Pana Maduagella, Nananu Nenesikuluva the Koskara Idanu Madiri and the No. Nivu E Ruti and Nutindu, E Patriali Pana Maduvashtu Sari Katana Marana Vanu Athanu Baruva Tanaka Prasidi Padisutiri. Glory to God. So a lot of factors can be seen in there. I, I see the word remembrance, the memory, bringing back to your imagination, bringing back to your thinking, your deep thoughts. What are you thinking about again and again? Remembering. We need to be remembering certain things. Hallelujah. Again and again, bringing it close to us. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, our memory patterns are going to affect the way uh, we move forward with God. Hallelujah. Let's look at a few scriptures like that. 
and then proceed. Let's go to the book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. Again, similar scriptures. You only have one Bible, so maybe you've read the Bible 1,500 times. You're just about to read 1,501, and then you see that scripture, same old scripture, but it starts to talk to you differently. Hallelujah. Because it is inspired. Because it has the life and power of God. It is new. Hallelujah. His mercies are new every morning. Notice there about the Hebrews speaking there in verse 32. But call to remembrance, Hebrews 10.32. Call to remembrance the former days. <clears throat> Glory to God. In which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Praise God. There's a calling to remembrance. A people who knew and were illuminated and walked with him. These are believers among the Hebrew people. But something had happened to them evidently as we have studied in our foundational doctrine classes from the fifth chapter there. You will remember that he said, when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. Why? Because they were now uh, meandering around in the flesh. Notice that. They could not handle certain things. They could not hear certain things because from one place of walking with God, they had actually withdrawn. Amen? So it's possible to be at a place, walking with God, enjoying communion, and actually drop from there because you forgot. Hallelujah. You forgot where you ought to be. You forgot where you used to be. Praise God. And so this was the problem with them. The very root of it all is coming out. Praise God. He says, call to remembrance the former days. Hallelujah. You will remember the sweet communion you had with him. You will remember the times that you really enjoyed him. Praise God. Remembrance, the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of afflictions. Because of that place that you enjoyed with him of seeing more and more of his light and more of understanding revelation came to you you could endure all kinds of stuff you endured a great fight of afflictions it was a great fight and then verse 33 says partly whilst you were made a gazing stock part of the problem was because they were ridiculed both by reproaches and afflictions. They had to be treated with contempt and they went through all kinds of problems, pressures. And partly, notice, partly, partly this, partly that. Partly whilst you became companions of those who were so used. They got into close fellowship with people who were being despised and treated badly because of their faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you out there today? Praise God. Because they were in so much deep communion with such people and would not ignore them and were good friends with such people, they also suffered. Praise God. Are you out there? Hallelujah. They were so used. Notice. For you had compassion of me in my bonds. Now ultimately it comes down to the preacher 
who influenced them. He said, because you had compassion of me in my bonds, and you took joyfully the spoiling of your goods. Notice that, you see, there were people that Paul influenced, and these people began to commune and get close to them and share with them, think with them, enjoy what they were going through, feel it, etc. And ultimately, they were feeling what Paul was going through, communing with Paul, seeing his heart on the matter, going through situations that Paul himself was going through. Now, that's communion. Hallelujah. Not I'm in communion with you, but (laughs) I don't feel a thing you feel. Are you out there? You are touched with those things. You are feeling those things. And they are affecting you also. And the reproach that is falling on that person is also yours. Because you are in communion. That's the price. So Jesus would say things like, You will be hated of all men for my name's sake. Are you out there today? I think we need to drink to that. Some thinking. This Jesus is like that. You get to understand who is, you love him, you worship him. But then, you also have to bear the reproach of your deep communion with him. The price of that communion is there also, that the reproach with which he was reproached, you also bear it. It comes on you. Hallelujah. But what strengthens you is remembering. Remembering certain facts, certain truths from God's word which are unshakable in your life, praise God, which it is possible to fall away from, which is possible to forget. Amen. He said, For you had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods. See, when it comes down to goods and material, it's a different thing. So maybe as time went, they began to get concerned that their stuff was getting spoiled. And being taken away. But in the beginning they were not like that. Hallelujah. (laughs) Ah, mercy Lord. I don't want to go there. But honestly, just think about this for a minute. Suppose. Suppose. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But suppose. It has happened before. Suppose. Suddenly, everybody who has a Christian name is blacklisted. And their assets are taken away. And you are left with nothing. Just because you have his name, the name of the Christ, what will happen? Praise God. Think about that. Something to think about. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but it has happened before. Amen. And sometimes you need to call to remembrance that this thing has happened before. And you need to be sure about certain things. So these people, they were at one level one time where they were very sure about certain unseen things, certain uh, spirit-based things, eternal things that really moved their life at that time. But then as time went, they dropped away from it and they were not at that same place. And Paul said, you can get back there, remember. Remember, the memory, the mind. That's why the soul is very powerful. Your thinking, your emotions have to be engaged in the right place. If you take everything away, you can't take Jesus away from me. 
If you can take everything away from me, you can't take the will of God away from me. I am knowing 100% and I'm sure 100% I'm in the will of God. What a confident thing that is. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a powerful thing that is. Hebrews 10.34. So that has to be our desire on a daily basis. I want to know beyond anything else that I'm right bang in the middle of the will of God. Doing good. Healing all that are oppressed to the devil. The specifics will come. Praise God. For you had compassion of me in my bonds and took joyfully. Notice the response. Took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory. Knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven... Heaven, pie in the sky. Oh, Yeshu in Elang Gorutu. Yeshu in Elang Gorukua. Yeshu in Angkori Gorukua. That you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. It is substance. Hallelujah. Possessions, goods, wealth, property. Those are the words that are involved there. Possessions, wealth, property. Those are the words that are involved with the word substance. Notice that they're enduring. Hallelujah. Amen. They remain. They endure. You know, one thing about all these uh, different uh, attacks out there, they are called variants. This variant, that variant. They, they give it a name and they say it is a variant. Isn't that clear that they vary or change? But God never changes. <laughs> Endures forever. Hallelujah. There is a substance. There is a material. There is a heavenly material. There is a heavenly deposit. There is a heavenly savings. There is a heavenly realm. That is forever settled. Forever settled. And our confidence comes from that. Hallelujah. And it's possible for us to you know, get distracted. And fall from that confident place. That assurance. That excitement that this is so real to you that man I can take anything joyfully joyfully hallelujah oh glory to God how many of you can see that there's work to be done here I mean there's a constant adjustment that has to take place amen you have to weigh it all again every day I believe you can start in the morning and say am I still convinced that there is a better substance waiting for me in heaven hallelujah am I sure Am I excited that this communion I have with God is not a mistake? That I'm in the place I ought to be. Praise the Lord. Doing good. Doing good. Thinking about others. Putting effort into it. Investing in other lives. Going about doing good for yourself? No, for others. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Something to think about. And it involves the memory. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe we can read a verse or two. Uh, Hebrews 10.32 all the way to uh, 34. Adare niu prakashadalli serida mele sankashtagala bahu horata vannu sahisikonda hindina dinagalannu nenapige tandukolliri. 
ಕೆಲವು ಸಾರಿ ನೀವು ಎರಡನ್ನು ಅಂದರೆ ನಿಂದೆಗಳನ್ನು ಉಪದ್ರವಗಳನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸಿ ಹಾಸ್ಯದ ನೋಟಕ್ಕೆ ಗುರಿಯಾದಿರಿ ಕೆಲವು ಸಾರಿ ಅಂಥವುಗಳನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸುವವರ ಜೊತೆಗಾರರಾದಿರಿ ಬೇಡಿಗಳನ್ನು ಹಾಕಿಸಿಕೊಂಡವನಾದ ನನ್ನ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಅನುತಾಪಗೊಂಡು ಪರಲೋಕದಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಮಗೆ ಉತ್ತಮವಾಗಿಯೂ ಸ್ಥಿರವಾಗಿಯೂ ಇರುವ ಆಸ್ತಿಯುಂಟೆಂದು ನಿಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವೇ ಅರಿತುಕೊಂಡು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಸೊತ್ತನ್ನು ಸುಲುಕೊಳ್ಳುವವರಿಗೆ ಸಂತೋಷದಿಂದ ಬಿಟ್ಟಿರಿ this man was so well off and he had made so much profit that he decided to build bigger barns and a voice came to him saying tonight if your soul is required of you who is all this for that you need to be rich towards god hallelujah riches towards god you see you can have everything down here and be a pauper in heaven there's a possibility I know we are blessed in Christ and we have great inheritance in Christ but then what is all about this verses written here what's the point then Let that sink in just briefly why should I go about doing good when I'm already blessed and I have an inheritance in heaven I don't need to do a thing for anybody I'm blessed hallelujah woo glory to God I can just do nothing and go to heaven you will you sure will that's the grace of god you can make it but that's not it because you know there is a purpose for your life what's the bottom line what is the depth of all of this what is the deeper thing what is it that you want from me what is the hope to which you called me what is it that actually gives me happy confident expectation that transcends everything that one day i will just shout forever and ever that i did the right thing woo glory to god 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 oru saadnam kodutillengil oru karyam cheythu polu illengil ningal swargathi pogum yeshuvinte naamathil aa vishwasathil swargathi pogum but what's the point one day you will be there on the streets of gold and you will see certain people looking very different from others and then there's not much you can do about it of course you're in heaven and your neighbor is saint paul and you know peter and even malachi and he say you remember the tithe verse that was me Woo, glory to God. You know, we're going to be neighbors with them. They're going to be seeing us forever. Think about this. A cloud of witnesses that is watching us right now, who have gone ahead of us, according to Hebrews 11, is going to be with us right there in the glory where you and I are going to. If you die early, you go to the glory early. But if you stay here, you are giving glory to God. it's an opportunity to give him glory once you get there you're already in the glory hallelujah you have inherited the glory but while you're down here it's another opportunity to give him glory you know people say all for the glory of god it's a nice catch phrase tag it on and so on but really what gives him glory what gives him honor what actually lifts him up is 
you going about doing good, healing all that are oppressed of the devil, because God is with you the same way he was with Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of these things are hard to say, just to even say them. Because it draws us up and pulls us up and brings us to a a place where we have to measure up to the word of God. We're not comparing with anybody else. So we are being drawn up higher. Come up higher is always a call from heaven. Come up higher. Get up there. Get to thinking like this. Remember these kind of things. 35 continues, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Ha <laughs> Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, praise God. So my brother, my sister, don't throw away that confidence. That confidence you had when you accepted Jesus and said, Now I want to glorify him. You know, all those wonderful words that came out of your mouth. Now I will live for the glory of God. And then as time went, time began to tell. Experience, the world, the flesh. You went to Bible school. You went through all the studies. You went to crusades. You went there. You worked with the people. But as time went, you began to slough off. Your memories of those things began to fade away. Hallelujah. And you became more and more moved by the natural realm and then basically animal. That contact of the face and the eye of God, where you can see him and look at his face and he can guide you and lead you, which he wants to do. I will. I will guide you. I will lead you. Hallelujah. So the confidence has to be brought up again. Thank God it can. You know, you can just go pick it up again. You can just go start all over. Hallelujah. And say, I'm going to be more confident about the things that are in the spirit realm than in the natural. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm just going to get excited about the things of the spirit. For instance, I can get excited that I'm saved. Hallelujah. You can just sing all day about, thank God I'm saved. Hallelujah. (laughs) If it went... If it were not for Jesus, where would I be? If it wasn't for Jesus, where would I be? Thank God he saved me. Hallelujah. You can shout and sing about that. And you can sing all day about how the Holy Spirit came into your life. And that you're speaking in heavenly languages and you're enjoying him. Hallelujah. You can sing all the way that you understand the word of God. That you are receiving his benefits. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Psalms again. So many things you can sing about. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Brother Georgie was talking about singing, worshiping, in the spirit, in the natural. God is leading us. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. 103rd Psalm. We are in a progressive, constant check. Praise God. We're getting better. Better and better. The 103rd Psalm says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen. Forget not all his benefits. In other words, remember them. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness, tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagle's. 
executing righteousness and judgment for the oppressed. Hallelujah. So on and so forth. It's all in the memory. It can be brought back to remembrance. It's very powerful. God knows the power of our memory. God knows the power of our deep thoughts and our imagination. And that is the actual salvation or the healing, the deliverance, the protection, preservation of the soul. Bringing it back to Jesus kind of thinking. Don't you think Jesus did all these things? He would ask the doctors, you know, in the temple, the lawyers there, what is the meaning of this? Why did David say this? At age 12, he was figuring out these things, praying about, pondering about, asking God about these things, till he found himself in the book, till he knew exactly what he was supposed to do. And guess what he did? Went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. See, we must be in summary, constantly looking for a way to do good and be a blessing and to be able to heal and bring somebody out of the oppression of the devil. Say amen somebody. Hallelujah. But notice, if you can remember and not forget, you are going to have faith for the future. Hallelujah. It's going to affect your future. That's why Paul was telling them, don't throw that memory away. Bring it back. Call to remembrance. Call it back. Come, 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 come. So it will give you confidence to go forward. So if you can remember how he brought you out, how he delivered you, how he forgave you, how he was good to you in the past, over and over, rehash certain things, the good things, the tender mercies of God, that's all he has, hallelujah, it's going to help your confidence and expectation and faith for the future. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's hear the 103rd Psalm, maybe verse 2 and uh, up to four. O Nanna Manave, Katananu Stutisu, Atana Upakaragalli, Undanu Maritu Bida Beda, Atanu Nina Paradagalanella, Manisi Nina Rogagalanella, Swasta Madi, Nina Jeevavanu Nashadulaginda, Vimochisi Preeti Krupeanu, Antakaranagalanu, Ninage Kirita Wagi Itu. Hallelujah. Another familiar scripture of in Deuteronomy 8. The 18th verse, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Do you see that? Remember the Lord. Prior to that he says, if you say in your own heart, my power and my might, my strength, my hand have gotten all these things you are in very, very uh, shaky ground. You are in very slippery slopes. You are walking on thin ice. When you begin to think about brute force and brute strength and animal abilities and your power and your effort, of course there is effort involved, praise God. But the effort is in how God thinks. You can go do this and that. There are people who outstrip us in doing this and that. They do more and better than believers. But is that what, you know, is going to matter? What's going to matter is, like Cornelius, the reaction to the gospel when it comes. Hallelujah. They are good people. If they receive the gospel, wonderful. 
they can now proceed in the direction of God. Hallelujah. But now we who are saved, thank God, you don't have to ponder too hard and scratch your head too much. You can start by just doing good, being a blessing to people and wanting them to be released, praying for them, believing that they are loosed from the enemy and his oppression. Hallelujah. There's always something to pray about. There's always something to believe God for. Okay, I have my, you know, dal and curry or whatever. Uh, You know, that's enough for me. Wonderful. What about others? Hallelujah. I got my lentil soup and my vada. That's great. What about others? What are you really here for? To just be satisfied with your vada and your, you know, lentil soup? You're here to bless others. To go about establishing the covenant. Went about doing good. That was the covenant. Hallelujah. With the wealth of God to establish the covenant which he swore unto the fathers. Hallelujah. Those things that were sworn and spoken about, you and I have inherited it. (laughs) Glory to God. We are the most blessed people on the planet. And then if you look at our faces, you wonder where all of that went. Why? Because of our imagination. Because of the thoughts that are going on in our head. Amen. That brings us to a very valid point. We may have to back off here a minute and go to uh, the book of Job. Hallelujah. After that, we'll read a verse or two. Job. Notice Job. Job chapter 2. How many of you remember that we were talking about how Job and the devil and God, that whole scene, the devil has a bet on mankind, on humanity, on Job's life. Amen. (laughs) Let's read a little bit. Verse 1 says, Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. It's generally agreed that those are supposed to be angels, and then he also comes and joins them. And the Lord said to Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, from walking up and down in it. So don't be too waka 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 waka. I go many places. Don't be like that. That's Mr. D's type. But when you go here and there, go about doing good <laughs> and healing all that oppress of the devil because God is with you. But notice, the devil has this, uh, you know, walk about uh, tendency. So, you know, find a little bit of anchor in your life. Say, Amen. Verse 3, And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and escheweth evil? And still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. Now all of that requires a little simple treatment from John 10.10. 10. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God has come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. But one thing about God is that he will never violate your choice. Even in the millennium. Even in the millennium. Can you imagine the earth is going to be in such perfect state. Jesus is going to be sitting on the throne. In a few years you are going to see him. On the throne in Jerusalem. 
people are going to be living long, enjoying the best on the planet, the best conditions that ever would be desirous of from some fairy tale kind of setting, you will actually be there and people will be born into that place. I'm telling you, ordinary people like you and I right now, but you and I will be different then, we'll have glorified bodies, but they're going to be people born on the planet with Jesus, all of those wonderful conditions, who will not accept him as Lord. People will, people will, definitely will, but among them also there are going to be people who are going to be still captivated by some other thing. That is how it is. And God is not going to affect them. He didn't affect them when he was on the planet 2,000 years ago. He didn't force anybody. He doesn't force in the millennium. That's a good place to force people. But he allows them to choose still because that's who he is. He's perfect. You don't want me? That's fine. You don't want me even, even in these wonderful conditions knowing that I'm the one. You don't want me? That's all right. But I will judge you. And at the end, a whole community of people rise up with the devil when he's loosened for a little while to come against the Lord, against that holy city. And of course, they'll be handed off to hell permanently. The eternal legion of the doomed and the damned. That's our God. So he's not going to force you into any of these things. He's not. He's going to simply lay it down. And some of us have heard more than others. And he's going to say, you choose. Because you love me. Because of your intimacy with me. Because of your fellowship with me. You will remember certain things. Because of your, the place you have made for me in your life. You will think certain ways. Hallelujah. Verse 4. And Satan answered the Lord. You remember Job, of course, feared constantly. He was always in fear and that opened the door. And God allowed him to choose. Verse 4, And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man has will he give for his life. In other words, if it comes down to life and death, they may still choose to go against you. That is his wager on ma- mankind. That is his thinking about us. What, what does this mean? In our closing moments, you know, the devil is not omnipresent. He likes to pretend that, maybe, and prove to some people that he's so powerful. He has some power, but it is from Adam and so on. But guess what? He does not know your future. God knows your future. God knows the end from the beginning, Isaiah 46.10. He knows everything. That's the difference. So what does the devil do? He knows your reactions in the past. He's very familiar with all that, your natural way of doing things. And he has a natural plan that if this and this happens to you, this is going to be your response. And based on that, he is arrayed against you. Praise God. But God's bigger than all of that. God has got you covered. He's praying for you right now. He intervenes also. After interceding, he will show up. Praise God. And there is pressure coming from the enemy, from the world, all of those things. 
But thank God, God knows and is greater than all of that. Hallelujah. So, Satan causes all kinds of trouble. And if that does not work, because the Bible continues to say, down at the end, verse 10, He said unto her, You speak as one foolish woman. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God? Shall we not receive evil? In all this did Job not sin. Did not Job sin with his lips? In other words, even when the enemy tried to bring someone who was close to him, in deep, in quote, fellowship with him, to speak things into his life and influence him and say, curse God and die, he still did not utter such things. He still kept the right thing according to his revelation and knowledge. He still did not sin with his lips at that level of revelation. Are you out there? Hallelujah. Now, when this fails, when the enemy's traps against you fail, guess what he does? He goes to the next level and he uses accusers. So in Job 31, he now sends some buddies of his to come and accuse him. The accusations against the brethren comes from the old source, Revelation 12. Amen? He said in verse 11, I believe, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Who? The accuser of the brethren. Who's the accuser of the brethren? The devil. Amen? In Job 31, he says, I made a covenant with my eyes. Why then shall I think upon a maid? So they were accusing him of having an unholy attitude towards women. He said, no, no, I made a covenant with my eyes. What a guy. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Then they picked up another issue. They said, you like money too much. You like money. Oh, ah. You are money. You are inseparable. Touch anything, but not money. Then 24, he says, if I have made gold my hope or have said to find gold, you are my confidence. If I rejoice because my wealth was great and because my hand has gotten much. See, he's defending himself. He said, no, no, no. If I have rejoiced like that, you can blame me. He said, I never did that. See, the accusations now pile up against him. That's the devil. What's all this about? Getting to know our God. Being intimate with him. So you can see through all of this and know that God is for you. Hallelujah. Nobody can come against you. If God is for you, who can stand against you? We have to uh, stop. We will, I think we will continue next week. But, you know, uh, our friendship with the Lord, our intimacy in these days is so powerful. As things begin to happen, we need an assurance of the invisible realm. It must be so sure that it affects us confidently. Hallelujah. We're very confident about it. Let's hear um, a verse or two. Let's probably read Deuteronomy 18. And then Job chapter 2, let's see those verses there. Verse 4 and then verse 10. 
ಸೈತಾನನು ಪ್ರತ್ಯುತ್ತರವಾಗಿ ಕರ್ತನಿಗೆ ಹೌದು ಚರ್ಮಕ್ಕೆ ಚರ್ಮ ತನಗೆ ಉಂಟಾದದ್ದನ್ನೆಲ್ಲ ತನ್ನ ಪ್ರಾಣಕ್ಕೋಸ್ಕರ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ಕೊಡುವನು ಆದರೆ ಅವನು ಅವಳಿಗೆ ಮೂರ್ಖ ಹೆಂಗಸರಲ್ಲಿ ಒಬ್ಬಳು ಮಾತನಾಡುವ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನೀನು ಮಾತನಾಡುವಿಯ ದೇವರ ಕೈಯಿಂದ ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುತ್ತೇವಲ್ಲ ಕೆಟ್ಟದ್ದನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವುದು ಬೇಡವೋ ಅಂದನು ಇವೆಲ್ಲವುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಯೋಬನು ತನ್ನ ತುಟಿಗಳಿಂದ ಪಾಪ ಮಾಡಲಿಲ್ಲ ನನ್ನ ಕಣ್ಣುಗಳೊಡನೆ ಒಡಂಬಡಿಕೆ ಮಾಡಿದೆನು ಕನ್ನಿಕೆಯ ಮೇಲೆ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಯವಿಡುವುದು ಹೇಗೆ ನಾನು ಬಂಗಾರವನ್ನು ನನ್ನ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷೆಯನ್ನಾಗಿ ಇಟ್ಟಿದ್ದರೆ ಅಪರಂಜಿಗೆ ನೀನು ನನ್ನ ಭರವಸವು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದ್ದರೆ at his level of covenant and you know mercy in god he still was able to do certain things and god likes to boast about his people hallelujah and he's presently boasting about you about your faith about how you're standing in 2021 when many have gone away many have even died and so on you are still on the planet you are still trusting him Yes, you've not been all you ought to be, but you are still believing him. Hallelujah. We're not all we ought to be, but we are still believing. We are making adjustments. Say amen. And there is room for adjustment. There's a self-test that we are opening ourselves to because we want to enjoy his fellowship and the beauty of his face and his guidance. Amen. Let's worship him. Praseleto como sute, ebrite que maligende, nembusco prambe, filite man, Elikroskoboros e mikala rahatikaste semendo e piprefiteli brosuto koriente e dokrosumembre mite kalaro mianzote e vronzonte bralkanta rekilte sutoros e entere Father in the name of Jesus no weapon formed against your people will prosper every tongue that rises up against your people in condemnation we condemn it we bring it to naught in Jesus name Thank you Lord no evil befalls us no plague comes near our dwelling place in the name of Jesus angels are given charge over us hallelujah to keep us in all our ways you hide us in the secret place of the most high under your feathers hallelujah you deliver us from the wicked faithless and unreasonable you are a faithful god you will establish and settle us and keep us from the evil one we bless you we praise you we thank you we honor you today thank you thank you thank you in the mighty name of jesus amen hallelujah god is a faithful god if you like to give this is a great opportunity to do so in jesus name hallelujah glory to god you are blessed thank you team hallelujah see you again soon